Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome aboard the National Football Show. It's your boy Dan Silio. Happy Monday to you as we roll into the fact that we're going to be three weeks out from the NFL draft. Holy cow, we're right around the corner and... There's going to be a lot. National championship game tonight. WrestleMania over the weekend. I said this earlier on the middle. I'm going to tell you guys. Vince McMahon is the greatest showman since Barnum. The guy who put the circus on, Barnum and Bailey, those guys were showmen. Vince McMahon is the, he is the modern day Barnum and Bailey. I mean, he, this guy just puts a show on. You know what's funny? You know that wrestling is what it is. There's a story to it. And yet, millions of people watch it. They love it. They, they love the showmanship to it. Look at the stars that have been made by Vince McMahon, The Rock, Hogan, Stone Cold. Look down the line of all the people, The Undertaker, that have been some of the biggest names in entertainment. He's got bigger than Chris. I think he's bigger than Dana White. I do. I think he's bigger than Dana White. Xander goes the most entertaining event on TV. When the NFL is not on television. Let's think about that. I will say this about the college basketball tournament. The ratings have been off the charts. All time ratings. It shows you this, that. This is one of the sports that was canceled during the pandemic, that there was an appetite for it. May I make something clear to you here, too, before we get into your Eagles here? So look at the stars in the NBA that take nights off. Joel Embiid, um, LeBron James, John Morant. They take all these games off. They, what is that called? Load management? Do you see the one kid from Kansas or UNC, what he said? You know what he said? He goes like this. Okay? He goes like this. Hey, man, you'd have to take my leg off for me to be able to do something like this. So, wait a minute. Eagles, massive trade alert. What's the massive trade alert? We got a massive trade alert here coming in. How awesome is this right here? On the National Football Show. The Eagles are sending picks, number 16, 19, and number 194. In the sixth round to the Saints in exchange for pick number 18, number 101 in the third, 237 in the seventh, and 2023, a first-round pick, In 2024, a second round per source. Saints now at 16-19, Eagles at 15-18. and He ends up getting another first next year. 
What about this year? So once again, the Eagles are sending picks 16 and 19 and number 194 in the sixth round to the Saints in exchange for pick number 18, number 101 in the third, number 237 in the seventh, and number 223, in 2023, a first-round pick, and in 2024, a second-round pick. Saints now are at 16 and 19. The Eagles are now at 15 and 18. I want to show you something here. Obviously, they hate this year's draft. Now, he does get a number one next year. Let me um, um, let me process this. Two this year, two next year. Is that bad? Plus twos and threes. Really, really doesn't still tell me the direction that they're going in the draft. But with the lack of free agent movement, is he getting a quarterback? He's building depth. Okay, Chris. I hate this draft too. Horn Frog, you know what? If you think about outside the number one pick, which is the kid from Michigan and the offensive tackle from Alabama, Stingley maybe from LSU, right? Let's, let's, before we rip it, before we rip it, Xander, please put that back up one more time. Let me take a look at it again. I want to look at it again. Before we rip it, okay? Before we rip it, I'm not sure you can. Eagles are sending picks number 16 and 19. And number 194 in the sixth round to the Saints. Okay. For the 18th pick, a third rounder, 237 in the seventh. And in 2023, he gets another first and a two in 24. The Saints are at 16-19, and the Eagles are at 15-18. and 18. He was never going to use all three in the first round anyway. So I think I'm cool with this. I was going to kill. Hang on. I, I, I think I'm cool with this. I totally think I'm cool with this. Okay? Because if you're looking at it here, if I'm not mistaken, you're getting another two. 
And you've added another first-round draft choice. Okay? So for the next two years, what Howie has done, he's taken the assets of this year and has set up the draft for the next two years. Guys, I think this is a good deal. I think this is a good deal here. It's not a bad trade. You're trading draft choices and you're gaining premium picks by, he added a one and a two. You see that when everything is funneled out, he added, here's, here's, what, you, here's what he got. He added a one and a two. This is a pretty good deal. Big picture, he's added to the treasure chest. Okay? That's how I'm reading that. He wasn't, he wasn't going to. He wasn't going to use all three. It's actually a good deal. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to think about it for a second. And at the end of the day, he got another one and another two. Okay. Some would say, well, what about this year? Let me, I'll get to that here in a minute. Let's see what y'all say. Hell of a trade by Howie. Tony, or Tone, excuse me. Good deal. Michael, seems like it boils down to a first and a sixth this year. For a third and seventh this year, along with the 2023 first pick and a 2024 second. It's good value, but realized in the future draft picks. Michael, he, he got it. He ended up getting a one and a two out of it. They're still going to be busy either way, right? He's added. He used that one extra first round draft choice. choice to get another one and a two out of it. Could it be the Carson Wentz deal? He got another one, cut it up, and he turned out to have another number two. Anthony says it's giving the Eagles leverage next year. Anthony, it could actually give the Eagles leverage on a trade as you go into the draft too, if they wanted to do some more maneuvering. I don't think he's going to be done here. You may be able to move up if there's a guy you see on the board you want desperately. Okay? Saints need a quarterback. They sure do. Peep says, Dan, I think they are getting a quarterback in 2024. K. Hopkins could potentially use a 2024 second in a package to move up. Absolutely. This is, a, this is a strategy trade. This is a strategy trade. Get another top free agent, Howie. Okay, Sydney, I'm going to get to that. Okay, this is a strategy trade. If you guys want to look at it anyway, it's a strategy for something that they're planning to do in either this year or next year's draft because of the assets they have. Yeah, it's strategy. Okay. Xander's calling it highway robbery. 
I say that the Saints are desperate. Bryce Young's not going to be a pro football quarterback. You know what? I'm going to back off. Wait a minute. You know what I'm going to do, K. Hopkins? I'm going to back off on that. You know why? Because if Kyler Murray can play, maybe Bryce Young can play too. Let's see what he does physically. He's, he's a very young kid. Let's see what he does body-wise. Does he get bigger? Does he get a little bit taller? Let's see what he does. Okay, before I sit here and go like this, eh, you know, he can't play in the league because of his size. We've seen other guys play in the National Football League. I mean, look at Darren Sproles. Look at other people that have played in the NFL. Look, look at Danny Woodhead, who played in the NFL and was a running back, and you could eat a bowl of soup off his head. Okay, so I mean, let's l- l- let me hang in there first. How about this again? So this deals a strategy move. This is going to give him more collateral to be able to move up or down, maybe even in this. Hey, he still may be maneuvering here. Okay? He still may be maneuvering. So the Eagles have made a pretty good trade here with the Saints, and I would even go far as to say that the Eagles expanded their assets and their treasure chest to a point where if you're looking at it, Anytime you can get another one and a number two out of it, that's a hell of a deal. So here, watch this. You've got to give, okay? You've got to give, you've got to give Howie a lot of love here on this. This is a pretty good deal here. Okay? This is a pretty good deal. Timothy says, I don't like the deal. Yeah, because you're not seeing any players. Timothy, this is how the Dallas Cowboys were built. They were not built with players. They were built with draft choices. Okay? Do you know that every single draft choice that Jimmy Johnson traded Herschel Walker for were players initially? Jimmy didn't want the players. Not one of those players that he traded for in Minnesota ever played it down for the Cowboys. Jimmy wanted the draft choices. He wanted to build the team through the draft. This is kind of like what he did there with a strategy move. And again, getting another one in a number two is pretty good. Alexander, it's a heck of a move to get more assets and more quality picks. We're not talking about fifth and seventh rounders. We are a little bit. But to me, the true hidden value here is the one and the two. They're not getting DK now. They never were, dude. They never were getting him. That's not... Or maybe you trade a two and a one next year for DK. Okay? How do you know they don't take that extra first-round draft choice of next year and go get one of these wide receivers like DK Metcalf or AJ Brown now. You got an extra first rounder. You now have four. Actually, excuse me. In the next two years, the Eagles now have five first round draft choices. Okay? I mean, you're going to have four first rounders here. 
Over the next two years, four first-rounders. Okay? You take one of the first-rounders from next year and a two and a three this year, and you go get DK. Or you take one of the ones you got now, a one this year, and some of the twos and threes for next year to go get DK or AJ. Now, look, I'm sounding like what a normal general manager would do here. Four, six, yes, four. Okay, four. Four. Hey, Xander, please put it up there one more time for the people that have just come in. This trade here from um, the Eagles, and this is, again, I believe this is Adam Schefter um, in the trade that the Eagles and the Saints have made. And the synopsis of it all is, is that you're going to be able to get um, a chance to get another first and a two. Okay. And we'll get that up there in a minute. So you guys can take a look at it here in a minute here. So we're getting DK. I don't know that. I will say this though. Let me, it's a strategy move by the guy. And we're going to talk to Gary Cobb at the bottom of the hour about it. Mr. 6110, Mr. 610, excuse me. I don't know what people talking about. This is a great deal. It is, 610. It is. He got a one and another two out of it. He added that to the treasure chest, as I said. France says, hey, Dan, would you bet your whole entire income on Howie Roseman making the right pick? I wouldn't. Fran, again, that's the that's the hundred million dollar question there. Flex says that extra first is insurance in case hurts not the guy. DK isn't all that. Seattle's crazy to let him go. Sydney says, Sills, you're right. Get a top wide receiver to see what hurts really has. Marcus says, what a move by Howie. It is. Fred, it, it, it's a good deal. Four ones, four twos, three threes. That's kind of over, right? That's over the next two years, man. That is quite a lot of assets. Look at that. Look at where you are now. Man. Four ones, four twos, three threes. You know, people have been saying that I've been negative about the Eagles. That's a heck of a move. more you think about it, the more now how we can do more here. Keith says, sure, but look at the last 10 years of top draft picks. How we robbed the Saints, Pete says. Michael, we have the following picks this year. 15, 18, 51, 83, 101. Five picks in the top 10. Excuse me, in the top 101. Five picks in the top 101 picks. That's, and in the top 51 picks, you have three. It's pretty impressive. 
Okay? I believe in how we. Tony says, hey, Big Sills, did you see the Eagles dynasty like the 90s Cowboys with the trade? Tony, the only reason I don't, Tony, is because Jimmy Johnson was the talent evaluator. Your talent evaluator is Howie Roseman. There's a far cry between those two men when it comes to picking players. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Even when Jimmy went to Miami, Coach Johnson found Jason Taylor in the third, Zach Thomas, all those players. Coach Johnson knows talent. Howie is suspect at best at it. Just take a look at some of the picks that he has drafted over the last couple of years, and you can make your own assessment. Just hope the Saints have a bad year makes the picks higher. Absolutely. Absolutely. X says, let me de- let me depth players and we'll be solid. What happened in the last hour? No, a-, a maniac. How we added another first for next year and another two. Nice trade with the Saints. We'll get it posted up here in a couple minutes. Brother, Dynasty? I don't know about Dynasty yet because you don't have a Dynasty quarterback. When Johnson built the Cowboys, you had Troy Aikman in the building. You don't have Troy Aikman in the building. Tony says, pass tells me, definitely not done with trades. Okay. That's educating me, Tony. Thank you. How we in position got to nail these draft picks. Exactly right, Chris. Let me say this to you guys here. Let's go here. This is a way to start the show. I love this. Okay? Good question, Ty. Dan, would you have done this trade? You know what's you know what's crazy, Ty? I wouldn't have looked at it like that angle. Because my number one thing right now is is what's more Ty, that's such a great point. You see what Ty just said, Dan, would you have made this trade? Let me ask you what's more important right now, guys. Let me ask you what's more important. The trade is good. But what's more important right now? Finding out if Jalen Hurts is your franchise quarterback or acquiring more picks? What's the what's more important? What's more important? Finding out if you have a quarterback or acquiring more picks. Okay? I mean, I I I that's why when you say Sills, would you have made the move? Man, I got to find out if I have a quarterback, though. Davy Boy says both. Well, how can you do that? Davy Boy, I'm going to show you something here. Devontae Smith on a rookie contract. Jalen Rager on a rookie contract. Zach Pascal making $1.5 million. Goddard, $1.5 Sanders, 1.6. The quarterback is on a rookie deal. What's the point of having your quarterback on a rookie deal if you're not building and adding to the team with experienced veteran guys? What's the point of having everyone on a rookie deal? This this looks to me more like a rebuild. 
than it is finding out whether or not Jalen Hurts is the quarterback or not. Does it not? You're wasting Jalen Hurts being on a rookie contract by not adding people like a an A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf. You're wasting that, that one tremendous asset. The Seattle Seahawks were built this way. Um, the Patriots were built this way. This looks to me more like a rebuild. You know, strip it all down. Rebuild. Doesn't this look like a rebuild? Because if you're not utilizing the rookie quarterback contract, what's the sense of having a quarterback in there on a rookie contract where you're not filling holes anywhere else with free agents and you're hoping that you land players in the draft where he's not been the most successful at over the last six years? You feel me? The trade is good. I get it. But you're wasting Jalen Hurts' contract. Am I wrong? Am I wrong here? It's great to get all these picks. But to me, the number one thing that they have to find out, they've got to find out if they've got an arm. And they still haven't answered that question. Yet, in the process, they're adding draft picks. Why are you adding draft picks? You're, you're going to hope that Howie lands players. Well, I'll tell you what, Jeffrey Lurie, he really values his evaluation on players for him to do this trade and not figure out, hey, let's go get Jalen a wide out. Look at what the Patriots did. They went out and got Devontae Parker for Mac Jones. He's not a superstar player, but they're trying to find – players so that they can get the ball to players on the perimeter and help the quarterback out. That's what they're trying to do here. All right. Hey, um, Cal, let's see if we can get Xander to put that trade up because I want Gary Cobb to see that. Let's bring in our friend from Fox 29, Gary Cobb, and we bring him in now. So, Gary, um, we have now made a deal here where the – the Eagles now have made a trade with the Saints. And if we get that up as soon as we can here, Cal, let's see if we can get Xander to get that up for us, um, that we get an opportunity to see where this is going. Howie has added a one and a two now to the Eagles over the next couple of years here. They've traded with the Saints. They've got two this year. They'll have two next year. To me, this is more of a positioning and this is more of a strategy trade than it is anything else. How do you see it? So you talk, you're talking about them trading picks. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely strategy, you know. Um, uh, you know, from, I, I, you know, this is the first I've heard of it. So Okay, hopefully. Let's see if we can reconnect here, Cal. Let's see if we can get this up and running here and see if we can get this going here. We can reconnect with Gary Cobb here over the second here. Let me see if I can get this up here. Um, yeah, so to me, it's more of a strategy pick here. And what's going on here? So 
to me, the Eagles being able to get, you know, more quality picks. Um, this is all through Adam Schefter, too, by the way. So this has just come in now. Here we go here. The Eagles now, and I've got it here now. Here's, here's, here's the picks right here. The Eagles, they receive number 18, 101, 237. And in 2023, a first. And in 2024, a second. The Saints will receive the 16th pick, 19th, and number 194. So, Cal, when we can reconnect with Gary, let's see if we can reconnect with him and get him back on here and get his spin on it. Let's go back over to the board until we can here. So, um, Saints need a quarterback. They surely do. They surely need a quarterback. Let's go over to Gary Cobb from Fox 29. Appreciate it. So, Gary, that's the deal now. They, they've they made some maneuvering here so they can be able to trade. I don't know, Cal, if you can bring up that trade for Gary to you see. You talking to me? Time. Here it is right here. Here, Gary, here's the trade. I can't the hear Eagles. you. Okay. Um, Gary can't hear us, Cal. Can you Let me know when you – Gary, can you hear us? Okay. He can't hear us. Let's take a timeout here. Let's see if we could straighten this out. And we'll take a timeout. We'll take your thoughts. Do me a favor and please hit the like button. You keep it here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. 
First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Dan Slio. Eagles make a trade today, and it's a pretty substantial trade because they are adding draft choices. Please hit the like button. Cal, do me a favor. Put that trade up, and let's show everybody what went down here with this football team. And to me, once again, Howie is really adding to the treasure chest here. Some people don't like it. Obviously, they want to see players added to the mix here. But here, here is the trade here. Number 18, number 101, third rounder, 237, a seventh rounder. And in 2023, they get another one. And in 2024, they add another two. The Saints and... Their return, get the 16th pick, the 19th pick, and 194 in the sixth round. Let's bring in Gary Cobb from Fox 29 here, get his thoughts on it, and add Gary to it. Gary, what's your thoughts initially on this here and what Howie was doing? It's Like I said, I think it's more of a situational thing, Gary, that you're talking that it's positioning right now for something in the draft that they're looking for. Just your thoughts. Well, uh, you know, uh, they, they obviously – you know, are, are looking at it, you know, and they have a way in which they total up everything. And it has kind of a, you know, a numerical value and they add it all up. And, they, you know, they have this, um, uh, you know, this formula for that. And so they're able to add and, and see that. Now, the thing is, though, it comes down to get the picks right, man. You know, that's what you can have all these picks. We saw this before. Come on, look at, you know, J.J. Arcega Whiteside. Come on, you get him, you got DK, DK Metcalf sitting there on the board. You get JJ Arcega Whiteside. And what does the pick matter? What is the numerical and, and the whole formula? That's not it. The thing is, get the pick right. And if you're not going to get the pick right, we can give you the first pick in the draft and you can screw that up. You know, and we know that because we've seen teams do it. In fact, we, you know, we've seen how we screw up first round and second round picks. So it, it doesn't excite me because they got to get the stinking pick right. Gary, and you can give a guy all kind of picks in the first round. They get them wrong, you know? How about this, Gary? See, to me, I, I, the, 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 I, I completely agree with you on this point, part of what you said here. See, to me, I thought it was more important to find out if your quarterback's the guy Instead of acquiring more picks, which you have been, yeah. I mean, like you said, Whiteside, he's got one touchdown in four years. Rager's got three and two. Come Does on. Does it really matter if you're acquiring all these picks if you're striking out on all of these picks? So, I mean, I thought the number one thing, uh-huh. Gary, to me was you got to find out if this guy's the guy or not. You, they you got to know the quarterback. He is. You got to know the quarterback. Now, obviously, they, they may say, well, we don't see anybody that's special enough that really shines so far above him right here in this draft. Maybe that's what they're thinking. But you got to be right on the quarterback thing, man. You got to be right on that. And you need you need talent. You got to get playmakers along with your quarterback. 
because the good teams in the league, they can score, man. They can score. They're going to score. And, you know, you got J.J. Arcega-Whiteside and, and uh, Rager. Come on. You, you, can't win with, you can't win with those guys out there trying to make plays for you. So that's really – that's why this doesn't excite me. And, you know, how he could be in there and he could come up with all these little formulas. And I know he lost some of the guys that were some of his talent – evaluators you know people come in scoop some of those guys up I, you know i don't know who they brought on and who's going to be the eyes to pick but you got to be able to, to be able to uh spot talent evaluate talent draft talent man you got to have that and if you can't do that it doesn't matter about that formula you could take that formula you know and do whatever you want to with it it's, it's not it's not the answer how about this gary you know, I mean, to me, I think the biggest waste this offseason has been what's the sense of having – and look at this here, too, the offense. So, Devontae Smith is on a rookie contract. Rager's on a rookie contract. Yeah. The quarterback is on a rookie contract. Yep. Pascal's making 1-5. Goddard's making 1-5. Sanders is making 1-7. What's the point of having your quarterback on a rookie deal – if you're not building with veteran guys to find out if this if this guy is the guy, like you said, AJ Brown is out there. They've got him on the open market, Tennessee. Yeah. You've got DK Metcalf out there. Yeah. Hell, you had Allen Robinson. You had all of these other guys. That's right. That you could have made a trade for to find out. Aren't they wasting Jalen Hurts being on that rookie contract if they're not bringing veteran guys in to find out if he is the guy? I, I think they definitely are. I think this is a time like, you know, uh, I was asked earlier today, you know, about, you know, uh, DK Metcalf. I think yeah, you could get him for a, a first and a third. You go get the, you, you go get him. You know, you try to work out a deal before you, you, you uh, agree to the trade. So that way, you know, he's not coming in talking crazy, crazy money, but you know, he's going to get big money. You got to pay him well, but you need a marquee guy. And you come in right away, it makes your rookies, your young players better. And and he, he puts you in a point where, look, you got yourself wide receiver. You got enough, you know, uh, talent out there. Now you got to make sure you have the quarterback. And it's kind of like what they did down in Miami, which is, look, Tua's got no more excuses. You bring in DK Metcalf, Jalen Hurts has got nothing else to say. Either, hey, we, we want to win something. And so you start talking that way to him. Till you, till you get the receivers out there, you know, you're going to evaluate him. But, you know, you're not where you're going to say, hey, we're a quarterback away. You can't really say you're a quarterback away now because you don't have enough talent around them. There's not enough talent out there. You can run the ball, but you don't have the, the talent at the wide receiver position you need. And that's why I was sure they were going to do something to get a veteran receiver and to get a shot at DK Metcalf, which is screwed up before. He, he's a special player. He is a number one that you bring in. And because of his size and speed, they got to double him all the time. So the other guys know they're going to be single covered. So, you know, you kind of establish something by bringing in a guy with that kind of talent. Why, why, why the balking at free agency this year, Gary? Is there? I mean, you you've been around this team. You've watched how they've operated. Why, why the balking so much at free think, agency this year, more so than maybe any other time? 
Well, you know, from what I've heard, they've gone at some people, but they've just been lowballing, you know? And you got to go out and say, hey, we want this guy. We're going to go get this guy. And you might have to play a little bit more. I mean, go get the guy, you know? So uh, if, if they were to do this and, and really go out and, let's say, get DK Metcalf, I would forgive everything this offseason, you know, whatever other screw-ups. But right now, man, they have not they have not gotten it done during this offseason because you see what they've added at the wide receiver position. It's not enough. You haven't added a legitimate wide receiver that comes in that's better than your kids who can teach your kids. You haven't done that. And, and that's what I thought they were going to do because very clear that they needed to do it. Now, they could do it through free agency or through a trade. You go get a veteran wide receiver in here because you look at the league now, you got to have talent out, out there. you got to score points. You're not going to be able to live off of what they did this past last year, which is with the, um, with the running game because when you get to the playoffs, you got to throw the football, man. you got to be able to throw the football. So you go get a marquee guy. Now it's, you're just looking at the quarterback position. We know we got to get at a certain quality at the quarterback position. And so, you know, you, you make it very simple. So we'll see what they do. But but they, they have not done enough on the offensive side of the ball. They haven't done it. You, you know, know what, Gary, it just it, it just reeks of rebuild. I mean, yeah. you know how you you know how you're getting ready to sell something or you want to gut something like they're doing in Seattle? Yeah. It just looks like there's there's outside of the O line, there's zero money on the team. There's zero money, like and and the money they do have is yeah. in some of these preposterous deals that he has signed. There's thirty five million dollars in dead cap money yeah. that's on this football team too. I mean, it yeah, just and you know the thing they look pond- like bargain basement guys. Yeah, you know the thing you ponder too is why do you give Fletcher Cox fourteen million dollars? I mean, if you're not in love with him anymore, I mean, and and what is he gonna do? I mean. If he, if he does what he did last year for 14 million, I mean, I, I would rather have you know some of the young kids see if, the, if these young kids can blossom, you know. So I, I I don't understand all of you know what this makes. It's almost like you're you're just wasting time, you know. You, you don't want to waste a year. You want to come in and say, okay, do we think we can win it this year? No, nah, we really don't think we can win the whole thing. So, but we want to look at our quarterback. So we're going to get him weapons, and if he can't do it, he can't do it. We know, hey, we're going to make a change there. you you got to be finding things out. There's got to be a recipe. There's got to be a formula that you, you're putting out there. And all this stuff with the picks and stuff, that doesn't excite me. you got to go get some talent. And if you're not sure about what you're doing in the draft, you got to trade for it then. And they missed wide receiver. Come on. A number one and a number two there we talked about with our Sega Whiteside and with Rager. You missed those two picks. Go get us a number one wide receiver. Go get a number one wide receiver. Maybe you have to pay a little more. That's what you get when you're screwing up the draft picks. You 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 make such a great point on the just because you have volume of picks doesn't mean you know what to do with these picks. That's I mean, right. hey, if Ozzy Newsom. You're right, Gary. If Ozzie Newsom has this deal, I'm great with it because yeah. look at the people and players that he has selected in Baltimore. That's right. You know, 
he is a cap guy. Yeah. He's not a talent evaluator. He does everything right. Getting more – look at this. Getting more picks, getting more assets, under yeah. the cap, yeah. all of this. But at the end of the day, building a football team, I'm not seeing it. I mean, why – I was told they were going to gamble. What's the gamble, Jalen? Yeah. yeah, you know, the thing is – now, maybe what he does is he takes the picks and he trades for somebody, okay? Then you go get talent. But, you know, and and he, he and, and the year that they won it, he did a great job with bringing in guys that, that were able to contribute. That year, they were near, a lot of them were near the end. They came in and contributed. That's a really tough formula. That's, that, you know, that's that's very hard to repeat. But if, if they, you know, like I said, DK Metcalf, you know, I, I talked to a guy who, um, you know, is close to uh, the, uh, the, the Seahawks. And I know that for the right thing, seems like, hey, he's out there, you know. But they got to get a lot for him. They're going to have to give up a lot for him, you know. So, Well, they've got now the picks to do this. I mean, to me, Gary, yeah. give him a one this year. You've acquired another one next year. Yeah. Give him a two and three that you've picked up. Yeah. I mean, you, you've you got the assets here. Go after, go after, you know. They, they, Gary, you the, got, let me stop you for a second. Does this talent, tell man? you that the, the more how he does this kind of move, yeah. does this tell you that he's not sold truly in his heart on Hurts? I don't think he, I don't think they know, but they're definitely not sold on him. And you can tell by the way they're, they're going, I mean, the fact that they're inquiring, if they were sold, they wouldn't be inquiring. They're clearly not sold. How could you be sold when you get in the playoffs and you see he's not ready for it? You know, the the the, uh, the game against Tampa Bay, you can't come out of that game and say, we, we know we got the right guy. No, you no, no. You definitely can't be happy with that, at least from what I saw of the game, because for most of the game, you know, I, I don't know that he really knew where he's going with the ball. There's nothing. There's no um, figuring out what they're doing, making adjustments during the game, the things you got to do on the pro level. You didn't see that in that game at all. So clearly you can't say that we know this is our guy. They 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 say that, you know, because right now he is the guy there now. But they're looking. They are definitely looking. But I, I think if you, you're able to add a talented Wide receiver, man, go go get the guy, even if you got to pay too much. Gary, they're just I, – I, I don't think they're sold on the roster, not just the quarterback. They're I, I agree. They're probably sold on the roster because you're getting all these picks. Yeah. It's all great and all, but the football team has not gotten better this offseason. And the and what's, what sucks, Gary, is that – and you know what? I'm learning how this guy does business or maybe doesn't do business, and it's mm-hmm. frustrating – because I was talking with Barrett Brooks today. It's frustrating because the NFC is there for the taking. The NFC East is there for the taking. Yes. And you're acquiring picks instead. Here, Gary, I'm going yeah. to say this as simple as I can and maybe as rough as I can. Fuck the picks. I need yeah. players. Yeah. That's it. You need players. So if, they, if they're going to move these picks and get some players, if, you, if that's why you went and got the picks, okay. But I want to see something. We have, we have not really improved very much this offseason. I'll tell you that. There has been very little improvement. You just look at the team. Even defensively, 
You can't get thrilled by what they have done. I mean, they added Reddick. Other than that, what have they added defensively, you know? You, you can't really get that excited where I see that they really changed a lot. And do I trust them with this draft? How could you trust them with the draft? They haven't done well. So I say, if, if you're not sure, go get somebody you know can come get you, you know, can, can get the job done. And I, I see maybe that's why they went and got all those picks. If they do that, then I say, okay, Howie, you know, you admit you're not that confident in what you're going to do in the draft. So you went and got something that was sure. You think you think that this is aiming towards a quarterback being selected in the first round? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I'm not sure about that quarterback in the first round. Meaning for the Eagles to do something in the first round? No, I. W- I wouldn't say that. That I think they're going to do that because that would mean moving up. Now, if they do that, then you know if they're so sure that one of these guys is the guy. You know that. Uh, that he's clearly better than than Jalen, that you move up. And I don't know that they do that. I know next year there are guys coming out in that draft where you get excited about the quarterback. You figure, hey, these guys are franchise quarterbacks. So that's what's coming out next year. Uh, you told me, Gary. Year, I don't, Gary, you sold me. I don't care about the picks, man. I need players. Yeah. I, I, we need players. Need players now. That's right. If you're gonna, if you're sold and you're, and I'm not, I don't believe they are. I don't believe they are sold on Jalen Hurts. No, nah, they're, they're definitely not. I mean, you the way their actions are speaking to this. That's right. They're, they're not sold on him. No. I just, I just don't see it, Gary. I appreciate it, man. I mean, I think this is a great. I, I, on paper, if you're outside of Philadelphia, Gary, people are gonna say that Howie, he fleeced the Saints. Great, but when you're a shit evaluator. What's it, what's it matter? What's it, it, it matter? If, if you don't get those picks right, picks don't matter. We saw that. We got look at this. White side, Derek Barnett. Um, yeah, come on. I mean, all these guys that he has taken. I mean, the Ragers of the world. Yeah. Those are three picks I named you right there. That's right. That he's flopped on. Yep. I'm, I'm, we're supposed to believe that over the next two years, those four picks are going to turn out to be starters. Why would I think that? I know that that's fool's gold. That's fool's gold. Absolutely. Gary Cobb, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it, brother. We'll catch you next week. Gary Sounds Cobb good. from Fox 29. Thank you so much. You know, Gary's right, man. Think about it. So you have all these draft choices now. Okay. You have all these draft choices now. I love what Sanders said. Xander's right. Get this. Hey, they fleece the Saints. I want players. I want players. Draft picks? That feeds Howie's ego. Draft picks. Watch this. He's got all the draft picks. And you know who the scapegoat is? If the team sucks, it's the head coach. These are all of his moves. Gary's right. Watch this. Xander's right. And Gary's right. But you're not talking about Ozzie Newsom as your general manager here. You're talking about a guy who's not a very good talent evaluator. By the way, that's not an opinion. Those are facts. Those are the facts. Hey, watch this. I've got four first rounders. Yeah. 
And who, who who's the talent evaluator? Howie Roseman. Oh, what does that mean? I could have four number one picks and still be the Jaguars and screw that all up every year like they do. How many first-round picks has the Jags had over the last 20 years that turned out to be turds? If you don't have the right guy picking it, it doesn't matter if you've got 32 first-rounders or 32 first picks. doesn't matter. If you can't spot talent, here, I'm going to say it one more time to you. The biggest waste of time right now for the Eagles is the fact that they are going to use this trade today to cover the fact that they haven't added anybody to help Jalen Hurts. The number one failure this offseason has been, hey, get this, how he's talking about future shit. He's talking about next year. Jalen don't have next year. Jalen has, if I'm Jalen Hurts, how do you look at that trade? Oh, great. How we set up for the next two years. What about this year? Oh, well, we got rid of a first rounder. How we added a one and a two for next year. He ain't, he ain't going to be here next year. And you don't add anybody to help the kid? How? Sydney says, DK, DK and A.J. Brown and Honey Badger, Stephon Gilmore, Eagles in finals. Pipe dream. Pipe dream. Pipe dream. Brother says, next year, better quarterback prospects. Who, C.J. Stroud? You can keep those Ohio State guys. Brother, name me one quarterback in the history of Ohio State football that has ever been a star in the league one please tell me i want you to please tell me name me one ohio state quarterback in the history of the school which is 150 years of playing football name me one you can't but cj stroud it's going to break the mold. By the way, that Justin Fields kid, he ain't going anywhere. Okay, so who, 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 Bryce Young? Guy's got to grow a couple inches and get a little bigger. The league's a little different. Could he succeed in the league? He's an awful small dude. Sean says Bryce Young enters the draft next year. Guy's 5'11", dude, 195. That's your quarterback? Your kicker's bigger. 5'11", 195. Maybe six feet, 195. I saw Drew Brees when he was at Purdue. Wasn't a very big dude. Wasn't a very big dude, and this kid works his ass off. I, I want to see more of him this year. Hopefully, he gets a little bigger. I think he's only 19 or 20 years old. You know? I think he's only 19 or 20. Fran's right. You don't have next year. Dude, Jalen Hurts doesn't have next year. 
He doesn't have next year. You know what? Now I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like a proponent for Jalen. Look at this. Jalen is not getting any help from this team. Not getting any help. And Jalen's in Southern California. He's in Southern California working with Tom House, not working with his wide receivers now. Unless I don't know if some of them wideouts, like Devontae, is in Southern California with Tom House. I don't know that. But I haven't heard that they're there. Chris says he's actually 6'1". That's not what I'm being told. Chris, I pray he is. 6'1", you kind of get away with it. GT, player sales. It makes sense. Dude, give me. I know who, GT, I know who uh, Metcalf's agent is. It's House, Rosenhaus. I know it is. So, hey, guess what, fans? How do you feel about the trade? You acquired picks for next year. What about the 2022 season? What about the 2022 year? Hey, John. Watch this, John. I agree with Gary Cobb. You got draft choices? How he's picking them? I need players. I, I need I need players. Man, I, I, I need players. Get me some players. Paul says how he's chicken shit. So, like I said, this is a great trade for Howie and the Eagles. It's a horrible trade for Jalen Hurts. Your focus is on gathering more picks and not gathering more talent, not getting him a receiver, not getting him anybody else in the huddle. What are you doing for your quarterback? Gathering more picks. How is that helpful to him? Well, maybe if we get someone in, maybe the draft should be called the national maybe draft. Because that's all it is. Aiden Hutchinson, I don't know. Maybe I saw Georgia kick the shit out of him. I don't know. I think the kid from NC State may be actually better than Evan Neal. I don't know. I've seen Evan Neal beat. Xander was right. I went back and watched some of the tape. That kid's been beat. I don't know. The national maybe draft. Oh, he got more picks. Great. Yeah, but Craig, Howie Roseman's your picker. He's the guy making the picks. You feel cool with that? Early? I wouldn't say 15 and 18 is early. Bruce says they don't believe in Jalen. Even if he plays like he did last year, they'd have to pay him 30 million. I think they got two years left, Bruce, on that contract. I think they got I think they have I think they have two more years left on that deal. If I'm not mistaken, it could be one. I may be wrong, but I, I thought it was two more years. Carl's right. Distraction. Wait a minute, Carl. To be fair, you get a one and a two. 
and you slice a you slice a first rounder up for you to be able to get a one and a two, fundamentally it's sound. You can't shit on the deal, but what you're doing is you're kind of disregarding this year. They're going to go into the season with the guys they have right now and the draft picks they pick. That's who they're going into. And you know what everybody's going to do on draft night? Ah, oh, look at the guy we got. Oh, e ah, ooh. I think you'll be very, very disappointed on how I cover a draft. I don't know if any of these guys are going to make it in the NFL. I always look at needs. I always look at whether or not you're addressing a need. So for me, I mean, I, how can I tell you if a guy's going to be a good pick or not when they don't even own a helmet until Monday? Sydney thinks that DK's coming to the Eagles. We'll see. Lot to hit on with this. Changes the game here today on this Monday. Changes the game. We're going to reset that trade at the top of the hour here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Top of the hour. Hour two coming up. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Hour two, National Football Show. It should be big sales. Eagles make a deal with the New Orleans Saints. We'll get to that deal here in a second. Please hit the like button. I agree with Gary Cobb, who was in with us in the last hour from Fox 29. Fundamentally, when you look at this deal, guys, bring up the deal if you can here. Um, I'd appreciate it. Thank you very much. Here's the deal here, guys. The Eagles have acquired the 18th, 101, a third rounder, number 237, seventh rounder. Next year, they get a one, and then the following year, they get a two. Look at the bottom two right there on the Eagles side. That's what they have picked up by trading the 18th pick, or excuse me, the 16th pick. The Saints now have the 16th, 19th, and 194 in a sixth rounder. Fundamentally, okay, they have turned a one into another one and a second round pick. There's nothing wrong with that right there. Fundamentally. But the problem with the Eagles hasn't been their assets or lack thereof. Their problem has been picking. You see all those draft choices that they have on the left side? Great. Great. But end of the day, it's only great if these guys pan out. Hey, 2022. Fundamentally, that's good. Gary Cobb said it, though, last hour. What's the point of having all those draft picks if you're missing every year? And what, here, you're telling me the number one thing that you're relying on for Jalen Hurts to improve as a passer is the fortitude of the kid himself being able to better himself by wanting to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. You're relying on that and Zach Paschal. That's what you've done to improve the offense for the Eagles? That's what you've done for Jalen. <laughs> the, 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 the trade almost makes me do this. So what? I'm not confident the personnel department is going to do the right thing by putting the right people around them. You've completely ignored free agency, at least to this point. Now, could there be something in the works now that you've acquired these picks to go get a, D, a DK Metcalf or an A.J. Brown? Could there be something there? I don't know, maybe. Hugh. Hugh, wouldn't you have asked for Michael Thomas? Hughes goes, Sills, what is the Saints thinking? Wouldn't you have asked for Michael Thomas instead of a draft choice for Jalen? Okay, I mean, wouldn't you have asked for him? Wouldn't you have went like this? Okay, you can keep the first. Give me Michael Thomas. Right? If you were, how long have you been working on this deal? You've had to have been working on it for a while. Why wouldn't you have asked for Michael Thomas? Keep the F in first round pick. Give me Michael Thomas. Why didn't you ask for him? Why the first round pick? Watch this. Xander's right. Fundamentally, 
you're adding to your war chest. But but give me Michael Thomas instead. I need players. When 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 I get him, the pick is more important than Michael Thomas. How? You got to think the Saints wanted. You could have got more if you dealt Thomas. Warren says, be cool, Sills, how we might get it right this time. <laughs> Tongue-in-cheek, I'm hoping. Hey, watch it. You know what, Warren? I hope he does. Not rooting against him. Okay, Sylvester says, all you do is complain. You act like the season is starting tomorrow. The season is starting today, dude. You're missing it. You think you're going to build a championship football team in the fall? What you do right now determines on how well you play the start of the 2022 season. An uneducated fan right there. The things you do right now. And by the way, telling your players you don't have to show up to OTAs. They don't want to have OTAs because the doctors recommended that we might get somebody hurt. That's what Barrett told me today. You're kidding me. So you're not going to have any OTAs, any mini camps prior to going into training camp? How are you getting Jalen better again? Lack of reps? Season hasn't started. Yes, it has. Started for the Dolphins. Dolphins are off to a great NFL start to their season. You bet. Chargers. Hell of an offseason. They're getting their football team ready for Justin Herbert. Absolutely. Dude, what you do today determines what you'll do in the fall. I'm not bitching. I'm pointing out. I'm pointing out. Kevin, I don't think it's tanking. Kevin, I don't think it's tanking. I don't think it is. But what I do think it is, is that you value the GM's moves and his decisions more than what the results have been. And there we go, back to 17 again. You're right, Sills. We should have asked for Michael Thomas. Doesn't that make more sense? Wouldn't that... you? D-Train, season starts the moment the last one ends. God, that's such a good take. That's such a good take. Get Michael Thomas. Okay? Alvin Kamara. Any one of those guys. Even Lattimore. Why not one of those dudes? You need players, not draft choices. You know why you need draft choices? You know why you need draft? Because you you have the lack of productivity on the defensive side. Here, I see some of you throwing Lattimore's name out. How does Lattimore not fit into that equation? You mean to tell me how he called up and he called up those guys down there in New Orleans, who I happen to know very well, okay? And he calls Mickey Loomis up the general manager of the team. No Mickey, long time. 
you call Mickey Loomis up and you don't bring any players like Michael Thomas or Lattimore or Al, uh, Kamara or any of these guys up and you say, well, I'll change tr- picks around with you to do this and that. Why not, why not, why not, why not get some players in there? Mr. International, even Cam Jordan, you need another rush end or you need a rush end. You were 31st in sacks. By the way, this is not complaining. What I'm doing is I'm trying to figure out how to F you build a team here in Philly. You build it through a guy who's suspect at best at making draft choices. Holy cow. Was the, what was the, here, I want to be fair here to this. Was the trade sound? Absolutely. They got a one and a two, no doubt. No doubt. There's, here's Xander. Howie is an accountant. He evaluates assets, not football players and teams. That's why he always wins the trades. Funny. How he's had one year in his tenor as being involved in personnel that ended up where you won the last game of the year. Since 2000, watch this. Since 2000, they've won more playoff games than any team in the NFC East. 14 combined, the rest of the teams in the division. Okay. Been to two Super Bowls, won an NFC championship, and actually won two NFC championships in that time. Okay? Xander's like, notice he never gets the elite football players, just elite elite draft picks. Yeah, and then you know what he turns around and does? Whiteside, one touchdown catch in four years. Jalen Rager, three touchdown catches in two years. First round draft choices in a second. A one and a two. High picks. Combined to have three touchdowns over the last two years. Three. A first rounder and a second rounder. What's the point? If I have if I have all this money and I don't know how to pay my rent here, pay my water here, pay it here. This guy has no understanding of budgeting his roster and having his roster, the weakest guy on your roster. I'm going to tell you one more time. This is how you build a football team. It's not replacing the top guys, top 1%. It's replacing the bottom 1%. You're only as strong as your weakest link on your roster. When you're not replacing that 53rd guy, okay, and you're talking about always replacing the top 1%, that's all he's done. He's replaced the quarterback, okay? You can't get any more than 1% of your team. Howie has been replacing the top 1% of his team. And look what he's doing, too. He's not even utilizing the fact that they're not paying any money in that huddle outside of the offensive line.
Can't miss picks 15 and 18. Chris, why would I assume he would hit on them? It's low budget roster. Exactly. Vincent says, what the F are you talking about? What, 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 what? Let me know the line of thinking you're not on here. How he won us a Super Bowl and executive of the year. You sound crazy. Hmm. Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl, was fired. Matt Nagy was coach of the year two years ago, was fired. I can name you a boatload of executives of the year. You guys lucked out and won that thing at 17. Your two-year window, and you go from winning 13 games, Vincent, to winning four in four years. How's that work? Executive of the year. How did the executive of the year go from 13 wins to four wins, 4-11 and one in four years, firing a Super Bowl coach? How do you do that? Executive of the year. Explain that to me. I watch a general manager in Baltimore build championship rosters every year when, when Ozzie Newsom was there. Every year. You go from a 13-win team to winning four ball games. You're executive of the year. Okay. Sounds like a one-year wonder to me. That guy sounds like a one-year wonder to me. Well, let's see how we build it up again. And you know what's crazy? You're in one of the shittiest divisions in football. And it's there for the taking. Sean says, is this team not surprisingly in the playoffs every year? What's this man on a, in the playoffs? Oh, God, Sean. You're the 1% that Xander like warned me about. Congratulations for your participation medal. You could pick it up in the shithouse. Okay. Down there on the corner, the one that's overflowing too. Go get your participation medal. My daughter threw it in there too, by the way. Yeah. Every year we're in the playoffs. <laughs> that's what you're striving for, the playoffs? Really? Nine wins. Congratulations to you. Nine wins. Your average. Nine wins. Laughing my ass off. Where have I been with all these people in here thinking stupid? <laughs> Boy. Hey. I, I, my aunt always tells me to be nice to everybody, so I'm going to be nice. It's Monday. No, no, no. Feast. By the way, Feast, team plays hard. But we have won a Super Bowl. It also sounds like a successful run. So one Super Bowl, and you've, you're here. How about Super Bowls? Wow. Thank God Tom Brady never thought like Vincent. Man, what a Super Bowl. Great. 
I like people that are special that win multiple. Yeah. You imagine if Nick Saban did this. Hey, I won my first national title when I was at LSU. Man, it was a great run. Then he went nine and four the rest of his career. Yeah, but I won a national title. Yeah. Man. How many teams have won multiple Super Bowls? Exactly, Vincent. Exactly. Why don't you want to be special? Striving for perfection. Knowing full well you'll never get there. And learning to live with greatness. You go from 13 wins to four wins and you're okay with the Super Bowl and saying, hey, we've won a Super Bowl. (laughs) And that Super Bowl really matters a lot in Philly. I don't blame you. From 1960, Tommy McDonald, baby, all the way until Chris Long and Nick Foles. I get it. I understand it. You haven't had a lot of rooting, and you've been behind either the Giants or you've been behind the Cowboys since 1960. I get it. And Washington, for that matter. Prior to the Super Bowl win in 17, Washington won three Super Bowls with Gibbs. Cowboys won multiple Super Bowls with Jimmy and with Landry. The Giants have won multiple Super Bowls. I get it. I get it. At one Super Bowl, I get it. I don't blame you. I'm not, this is not a rip. And I'm not being sarcastic. Not being sarcastic. I understand. In a city like that, a championship matters. Okay? I get it. The 80 Phillies, get it. Broad Street Bullies, matters. Get it. 83 Sixers, get it. Understand. Matters. But Jesus, criminy, dude. I'd like to have a couple more. And when I'm spending money, $475 or $375 to go to a football game, I want to see a product that I know that's contending for a Super Bowl every year, not just competing. My stick? I don't have a stick, dude. I don't do stick radio. You have me confused. One of those idiots over on the Fanatic. You have me definitely confused with that. Way confused. (laughs) Stick. I don't even know how to spell stick. Hey, Tony. Dude. I thought the Flyers the year that... um, What's his name? Won the Conn Smythe. I thought that was going to be the year that they were going to win the Stanley Cup. When Hextall won the uh, Conn Smythe, I thought that that was the year that they were going to win the Stanley Cup. He was spectacular in that final. I thought they were. I thought they were going to win it that year. When Hextall won the, um, okay, I, when when I believe, I mean, he's one. Of, I think he's the only guy in Stanley Cup history to like win the Conn Smythe Award in a losing effort. I think that's right. Right? We won two straight cups and almost lost hockey. That's crazy. Dude, by the way, I I was friends with Ed Snyder. I love Ed Snyder. Dude, hey, brother, that's right, man. Yep. Hey, Tony, Edmonton. But Edmonton, get this, man. Come on. Esatikadin, 
Essatikadin, Messier, Paul Coffey, Gretzky, right? Grant Fuhrer. I mean, come on now. <laughs> it's one of the greatest hockey teams ever assembled. Okay? It's one of the greatest hockey teams ever assembled. And that's why I say what Hextall did in that finals against that Edmonton team, when you've got Messier and them dudes rolling at you like that, bro, it was, it was one of the greatest performances of all time. It's a damn shame he didn't win it. Dude, Paul Coffey was spectacular. It was just – Glenn Sather put such a great hockey team together up there. Dude, I know. Hey, hey, Matt, Edmonton had five – Edmonton had like five Hall of Famers on like their, their entire first line, I mean, right? The entire first line. And, by the way, if you remember correctly – yeah, I'm not going to hang in hockey. I love hockey, so as you guys can say. Hey, hey, Tony, people forget, every year I was in high school, okay, the New York Islanders won the Stanley Cup. They won four in a row. They got to their fifth finals, and they got beat by that Edmonton team, who they had beaten in seven games the year previous. That Islander team, you'll never see 23 or 22, I think it was, consecutive series one in a playoff run ever again. You'll never see that in basketball or hockey where a team wins 22 consecutive series. You will never see that. You'll never see that. Never see that. Mr. International says, Damn, we better use that 18th pick on Metcalf or Brown or Samuels in a trade. Guys, man, I'm hoping. How the hell did we switch to hide? I don't know, man. <laughs> but, hey, I don't know. Big pick, and I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm not seeing it. Sills was a goalie. No, 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 no. I just watched it. I loved, I loved watching the Islanders back in the day. I couldn't root for the Rangers. So I root for the team that played at the War Memorial Coliseum in Nassau, New York. Boy, man, those Islanders and Flyers would have great battles in my childhood. Flyers and Islanders, shit. Flyers and Rangers, though, probably pretty much was. Then then the rivalry that I dug the most in the NHL turned out to be the Avalanche and the Red Wings. Remember when they had like um, Claude Lemieux, Forsberg, Sackick, shoes, right? Did you, you had you had Iserman. Man, there was some. That was a great rivalry. That was a great rivalry. So Sills, is there any way how he could flip this around? In your opinion, yeah, John, yes. John, hey, Xander, put that up. John just asked a question. Sills, is there any way how he could flip this around in your opinion? Yeah. Win. Some fat mouth like me? This is an opinion too. If he, if he wins this and he wins the argument... I I want I want to be wrong. I want him to land 
on a good pick. I want him to win. I want Jalen to be your guy. I want them to get AJ or DK. I want that. I'm not sitting here rooting against it. I'm only pointing out that I think there's so many, there's just a lot of hurdles in this whole organization. The hurdles, man. I got to clean this up with Howie. Um, His evaluating of talent, his dead money on the cap, and it's all glossed over by how people perceive him from, hey, you know what? I'll tell you this. Last year, Xander probably will tell you. Xander will probably tell you. I saw the team from 35,000 feet, and I'm like, this guy here, man, capologist and draft choices, and yeah. But then I hear Jalen's my guy, and we're going to do everything we can to make him better. No, you haven't. Watch this. Here's the big news. Here's the big news for the Eagles this offseason. They made a trade with the Saints and Kelly Green. Hey, I'll tell you what we'll do, Monster. We'll put that up, the uh, the trade, after the timeout we take here in a minute. We'll do that then, okay? That's the big news. Future draft picks and Kelly Green. What about 2022? Hold on, Eagle fans. Howie Vision strikes again. We are rebuilding for the future again, again, and again. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the black helmets. Reddick is your headline. Right. Hey, get this. Trade's great. Well, what about the upcoming draft? The trade's great. And fundamentally, it is. You got a one and a two. But that was more important for Howie Roseman than getting a player in free agency. Think of that. Think of that ego. It was more important to look like that for his owner. Look what I did. Than actually playing a ball game. Look what I did. Look what I'm doing. I've added more money to your treasure chest than player picks. Not players, though. You haven't added any players to the team. Those players are not guaranteed to be on the roster. Take a look at that 2000. What is it? That 2016 draft? Well, what's the draft? Xander, not one guy from the draft is on the team from that particular year. I do love the Kelly Green now. I won't lie, Okay. That did that was the shiny lure that got me too. I did dig that. Whew. Let's take a time out here. We're gonna we're gonna put up that 
that trade in case some of you have jumped aboard with us here. So we'll put that thing up there again. We'll give you a chance to respond to it. And again, fundamentally, man, it's not a bad move. But that team needs players, not picks. Okay? They need players. And the guy making the picking for those picks that he's acquired has not done a good job. Hit the like button. We'll hit it here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show. Your boy Big Sills here. Thanks for stepping in. Please hit the like button, you guys have really done a great job today, and I thank you very much. And by the way, so you guys know, we go back and forth all the time. We ping pong. And, hey, even guys like Vincent. Vincent, I welcome you in, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you giving me the other side. What would a show be if you didn't have back and forth and dialogue? Gee, just think about that in our society today. How many shows can you come to where as long as everybody's civil, you can go back and forth and have a dialogue. Seals, you're wrong, okay? Help me out. Why am I wrong? It's okay here. Nobody nobody gets killed 
here for like having a difference of opinions. That to me is sports talk. Okay. Not yes talk. Let's put everybody on so I can validate my point. That's not what we do here. Okay. It's totally not what we do. Sydney's right. Communist News Network or the Clinton News Network. That's all they do. Then again, Fox does it too. They put on guys to validate the host's opinions and takes instead of getting somebody on there that actually goes, no, you're wrong, Dan. That's why I go and have different people on my show all the time. Okay. Hey, I got a note here before we get to that trade and I want to repost it here. Um, This is a message to Joel Embiid. I saw the story in the Inquirer today. Hey, kid, before you start touting that you're the MVP of the uh, NBA, anytime you get a matchup and a head-to-head against Giannis, you know what I might want to do? I might want to beat him and not get taken to the rim by him. He outplayed you. Let's let this thing finish, kid. It's not done. This thing is going to be down to the wire. He says that everybody in the media will hate him. I don't know anybody who hates Joel Embiid. I don't know anybody. What more do I need to do? You need to play better against Giannis. That's what you need to do. He schooled you over the weekend. Dude dropped 40 plus on you. What are you talking about, guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? You might want to play good against that guy. You talk about value? Giannis is the best player in the world. Now, that doesn't always translate. That doesn't always translate into guys winning the most valuable player award. Damn, dude. It's not over yet. You got more ball games left. Okay? Got a couple more ball games left. So before you start crying on winning the MVP, John Morant and, um, hey, even the Joker too, dude. The Joker too, man. That guy's a baller. You're, you're, you're in the conversation there with them guys. It's not a slam dunk like you think it is. Okay? Just relax, kid. I'm pulling for it. By the way, I'm pulling for you to win it. I like you. But don't act like a tool. And I, I get it. Slamming the media on thinking that that's going to get you the MVP, that ain't going to cut it. And they hate Philly players. Dr. J and Moses won an MVP. I believe Iverson did too. Come on there, kid. I think Barkley won his MVP when he was in Phoenix. All right? So this thing's close. Do I think you should win it? By a, by a hair. But Giannis is closing the gap, dude. Giannis is amazing. You ain't the defender he is. That's for damn sure. Oh, and here too. Somebody needs to go to Brooklyn and do me a favor and put Ben Simmons' face on a milk carton because I haven't seen him. That may go down as the worst trade in NBA history. He's not playing for the remainder of the regular season, and you think you're going to parachute him in? Boy, if I was Kevin Durant, I would want out of Brooklyn as fast as a New York second. You got Kyrie Irving and you got Ben Simmons. Holy cow. Your head coach should be a psychiatrist. Honestly, it should be a psychiatrist. Yeah, that dude needs to be on a milk carton. Okay? (laughs) That's a great take, Vincent. 
That's a great take. Ben Simmons is Andrew Bynum. That's a great take. Jesus, dude. What's Ben Simmons? You know, he filed a grievance against the Sixers. If I was the Nets, I'd file a grievance against his ass for not playing. What kind of loser is that kid? Oh, I'm trying to get my 20 million. So it's more important for your 20 million? Okay, just say it. That's like LeBron taking these nights off. You know, tonight's a national championship game in college basketball, right? I'm going for Kansas to win this thing tonight. These guys are playing. Uh, the ratings are off the charts for the NCAA rating for the uh, NCAA tournament, March Madness. This is one of the things that was canceled, you know, during the pandemic. And there's surely now everyone understands that there was an appetite for March Madness. You know, gambling plays a factor. Everyone knows that, okay? Betting on the tournament. That's no secret. But there, there, there was a thirst for it. And I think this thing's probably going to have some of the highest ratings that you've seen because there's two blue bloods, UNC versus Kansas tonight. Okay? And these kids play their asses off. And basketball fans are out there. They're showing you they're out there. They're just not out there for the NBA. Load management, taking nights off. LeBron only caring about the scoring title and not winning games to get his team in the postseason. Doesn't it come off like LeBron James is doing this? Oh, this Laker disaster is beneath me. I'm all about getting the scoring title. What kind of crap is that? Dude, what kind of teammate is that? It's so ugly. I don't want to support something like that. You know, I just don't. I want to support that crap. It just doesn't come off well. Fans want to see kids going out there playing their ass off, man. That's why the ratings are great. All right. Xander, if we can do this and put up the trade, because some of the people that maybe missed it didn't get a chance to see it. Um, the Eagles and the Saints have made a deal here today. And this is a positioning trade on however you want to look at it. Um gathering more assets, and at the end of the day, just so you know when you're looking at this, the Eagles have acquired a one and a two out of trading the pick. So the Eagles now, this year, will have the 18th, 101, and the 237th pick. I think they have four or five picks in the top 101 picks this year, if I'm not mistaken, okay? Um, And the Saints received the 16th, 19th, 194 and sixth rounder in this year's draft. Again, sound. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. This football team needs players. This football team needs to find out about the most pressing question. Is Jalen Hurts? Is he your guy? What have you done to improve the football team? For Jalen, what have you done? This does not help your team. This helps Howie over the next couple of years. Hey, when you have so many draft choices, thanks, Xander. When you have so many draft choices, okay, you got to get some of them right. Dank, good trade. What's he do with it? That's kind of what Gary Cobb said in the last hour. What's he do with it? 
<laughs> Dame goes, Peyton is gone. Jameis is the quarterback. Really? That job is no longer, in my opinion. Uh, well, look, the Benson family's great. Mickey Loomis is a great general manager. They're going to get that thing right in New Orleans. It's a great organization run by great guys. The Bensons should not be running the Pelicans, but the Bensons know what they're doing football-wise. Gale does a nice job, got good people in good positions, and that thing will be fundamentally sound for a while as long as Mickey Loomis is in the building. They'll they'll write the ship there. They'll get the right quarterback in there, okay? Tanner says, give me Bryce Young with that Saints pick next year. You know, I, I, I said something the last couple of weeks about Bryce. I'm going to back up on that. How, how old is he, Xander? 20? He's, is he 20 years old? Is he 19 years old? How old is that kid? Let's, 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 let, me, let me see how he plays this year with, I'm assuming some more. He's 20. Okay. Let me see him play with a little bit more size to him. I'm sure he's being told, listen, you want to play in the NFL? And you just don't want to be Tommy Frazier? Or you just don't want to be a guy that's known like Tim Tebow and Frazier? Or Char- or like a Charlie Ward, known as a great college player? You want to play at the next level? You got to get yourself bigger. Okay? You got to get yourself bigger. NZ Philly fan, the best option we could wish for is – Saints combined 16 and 19 to trade up and get a quarterback. If Wilson goes top 10, I like then Eagles drafting Jamison Williamson, Jamison Williams at 18. He's coming off an, a leg injury. You're not going to go wrong with Bama or LSU wideouts. You're just not. You're not going to go wrong there with that, okay? You're not. You're not. You're just not. The, the kids are just too talented. Look at Waddle. Waddle, Waddle had like Jacoby Brissett and Tua throw him in the ball. He still had 104 catches. Julio's put up a Hall of Fame career. Calvin Ridley had a 1,300-yard year two years ago. These Bama wideouts, I would have never have said this to you growing up. Nobody was a wide receiver or quarterback ever went to Alabama. Nobody did. Nobody. Nobody. Okay? Now, it's the prime destination. There, Clemson, Ohio State. Even Southern Cal doesn't get those type of guys in there any longer. Okay? Not not even, you know, I mean, LSU is spectacular at wideouts. Jefferson and OBJ. And look at the people around the league. Darvis... Landry and God, they're everywhere now. Francis, hey Dan, how does the faith the Eagle Faithful get excited about the season? Because you got a football team that's gonna fight for you. When they were two and five and they could have laid down, they fought for you. They fought for Philly Pride. I said this earlier on the middle, and I'll say it again to you guys. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm starting to really like the Eagles, but I love you guys. It's guys like Vincent, 
guys like Maniac, Mr. International now that's come aboard, Jeremiah, of course, Smile, NZ Philly, all of you dudes. John, you guys all don't dis you guys don't all agree with me every day. God dang it, Sills. Put the angle of optimism in there somewhere. Marty Cooper, right, smile. <laughs> Kelly Green, right? That's Carl says, think positive. Carl, I am thinking positive. I'm thinking about you guys. You're the ones that pay the ticket money to go in there. I'm thinking about the guy who gets up every day, takes the ice off the windshield, and has to pay $375 to go down to the link and watch Zach Pascal. How's that feel? Is that what you want? I highly doubt it. All those years sitting in the upper deck at the vet, snow falling down, okay? Sorry-ass teams, good teams, mediocre teams, still in the upper deck, right? What's that section you used to call it, the vet? What was that section where all them dudes sat up there? Jerome told me about it. God, I can't remember. I can't remember that section up there. I can't remember that section. Nose bleeds. <laughs> I hope you understand now, Vincent. See? Frank goes, I love the Eagles, hate Howie. Man, that's that's a freaking awesome fan. 700 level. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, big pickin'. Thank you, hungry. 700 smile. Thank you. That's it. Matt, thank look at you guys. Okay. Hey, hey, guys, I respect the shit out of you as much as I do, Vincent, for disagreeing as much as I do anybody else. Respect all of you. All of you guys. Okay. I'm just a loud Italian. <laughs> Uh, ass beating section okay look at chris adding more to what the seven okay the 700 level brother hey friend um chris calls it the ass kicking session section <laughs> that's classic man jeremiah you guys ain't gonna be blown over by hey look you'll love the kelly green because it's great pacific pride and the black helmets bud that team gets out to another two and five start. You'll start shitting all over that team like it was an outhouse. You know as well as I do. Hey, Joshua, I would love to do that, man. But this guy's not doing any of that right now. He's more concerned about the draft. Joshua, he cares more about the draft than figuring out if Hurts. I could be totally wrong, man. Tomorrow he can make a trade for DK Metcalf. I'll take it all back. I promise you I will. I've always – I was dead wrong about Lamar Jackson. A loud Goomba? Okay. <laughs> Dan Lutancilio. Shut up, horn frog. Most of the people in the chant out to 700. <laughs> yeah. If Jalen throws for 4,000 yard sales, you should hang – a Hertz jersey. Okay, Sean, deal. Put a Hertz jersey there. Make Jacob buy it, will we? <laughs> uh, 
Big sales, big sales monster backpedaling. Really? You think that's what I do? No. No way, man. I'm like Patton, dude. What? Hey, what's he say? Holding back. <laughs> Retreating. We are advancing. And when I see the enemy, wade into him. <laughs> Spill his bud. Shoot him in the belly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, wade into him. Oh, man. Right? Hey, Joshua, so many picks. Watch this. Congratulations, man. You guys have a shitload of picks over the next two years. Okay? Man, a lot of picks. You got a lot of picks, and this guy got a three-year contract extension. How many picks... Xander, how many picks does he have this year? This guy's got like 10 picks. 10? Next year, he's probably going to have another, what, seven? This guy's going to have 17 picks. He's going to have, next in the next two years, two ones, two twos, what is it? Three threes? 17 picks. Whew. Like Gary Cobb. How should I feel excited? Should I feel excited about it? Boy. Stills next year, Saints. Picking top. Hey, Hugh, you better hope the Saints go four in whatever, right? <laughs> it's how he has 10. He's got 10 picks this year. Wow. Two first. He's got twos next year, two ones next year. Hmm. Man. <laughs> With Biden in office, we're all about to start. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you better eat them uh, Lincoln Financial hot dogs. You know they're going up this year, right? If you're paying $14 for a link for a link. Hot dog, you know that thing's going to be $20. I guarantee you, man, here's here's what it's going to cost you to go to Lincoln Financial to watch a football team this year in 2022. That'll be a nine-win team, maybe. Let's see. Well, because the price has gone up. We'll see $400 for a ticket. Four hundred. Oh, yeah, because you guys aren't like the Washington Commander thing. Oh, I got, I got some news on the Washington Commanders. Oh, you guys won't have to worry about Carson Wentz. You guys don't have to worry about Carson Wentz. I'm going to tell you why here in a minute. See, $400 a ticket. Say you bring your family, get your wife with you. Family of four. That's $1,600 to go to a game. 
How much for parking? A hundred bucks. Let's see. That's seventeen hundred. Shit, hot dogs, all around. It's twenty bucks, dude. Where is it? Eighty, hundred bucks tax. Damn, man, you don't get out of the building for less than two grand. Woo! Quite a weekend to watch a five hundred football team. Man, that's why you should expect greatness all the time. You guys pay the freight for that shit, man. Okay. You pay for it. And what they're shoveling, you should always question management. You know how you always question your country? When your country asks you whether or not you think something's right or wrong, you have every power vested in you by the Constitution to always question if you think something's not right for your country. Well, if something's not right for me, when you're telling me, hey, build it and they will come, that's what they're telling you. You understand the Eagles are possibly telling you, hey, we're going to build it. So you come and support it. Okay, well, you want a Super Bowl. Vincent's right. The 17th Super Bowl gives them that equity. It gives them that equity. Jerry says, this is the moves you have to make to build a Super Bowl contender. Jerry, your talent evaluator sucks. It's one thing if Ozzie Newsom's your GM. He's not. Okay. He's not. By the way, how Daniel Snyder still owns the Washington, I'm going to call them the Commodores. Okay? I'm going to call them the Commodores, or I should call them the Washington Jokes. So now it's coming out that Daniel Snyder, with tickets that Eagle fans pay to go up there, they're supposed to share the revenue with the league. They've been hiding it. When opposing teams buy tickets and such, the Washington Commanders, Commodores, frauds, have been stealing from the NFL owners. Daniel Snyder's been stealing. And now he's back in control of the team. Mike Florio reported this. It's a pro football talk. You could read the art- article. It was in the Washington Time, Washington Post. Stealing from the league. The chaos. Alex Smith said it yesterday, the former quarterback in Washington. You cannot help not have all of that chaos that goes on in Daniel Snyder's office and in his owner's box not affect the team in the locker room because it does. It gets there. How that guy owns that team, there is no, it's time to take that team away from him. I think he's had five winning seasons since he's owned a team. I think they've made it to the postseason like five times. It's time to take that team away from that guy. That guy is a colossal train wreck. Oh, Xander wants my boy Tyler Van Dyke from Connecticut as the quarterback of the Eagles. Here, let me text him. Tyler, my boy, Xander, who co-owns my network, wants you to be the starting quarterback in 2024 
in Philly. Six four, two hundred thirty five pounds. Oh wait, whoa, really? Whoa! You want to know what Tyler Van Dyke just said? You'll have to wait till tomorrow. By the way, Ron Jaworski will be with us tomorrow. You'll. Yeah, you're going to have to wait. I think we're going to hold this off. Tyler Van Dyke will be a first-round pick in the NFL draft. He better be good, D-Train says. Not the rest of that shit that comes out of Miami lately. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, look, guys. It Here, let me leave you with this. It was There's nothing wrong with that trade. Anytime you can get another one and a two out of it, it's cool. But there's too many answers for the 2020. What are you doing for Jalen? That is the number one issue for me, is if that quarterback is the guy. Because all of those picks can mean nothing if you don't have – you can have all the picks on the planet, but if you don't have the quarterback to put those picks around, what's the point? That was Gary Cobb and I's point today. That's it. All right. Guys, please hit the like button. I so appreciate it. I'll be back on the middle tomorrow with Barrett. I'll let you know what Tyler says, and I'll show it to you. A little text message I got from my my Connecticut brother who's a hurricane. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting take. I'll see you tomorrow, 4 to 6 Eastern. Catch you on the flip side.